Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. Recently, I was sharing some life changes with somebody that I had known for just a short period of time. I'd considered this person an acquaintance. We went for dinner and listened to some music. Uh, a little perspective on this, it's somebody that I actually met maybe about six months ago. Uh, went out for uh, like a glass of wine a couple of times. Uh, she was referred to me by a colleague. So uh, anyway, so during the evening, here I am getting um, this vibe from somebody that they're ca- kind of needy and clingy and probably a codependent situation. But truly, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm a single person. This is a single person. We're about the same age. Let's just have fun and enjoy the night. And as the night's going along, I'm talking um, about, uh, you know, traveling and some of the things that I've been doing. She asked me about my trips in the last couple of months. And I mentioned that I've been to the Southwest U.S. And I'm thinking of relocating there in probably about six months. And I haven't decided yet where exactly, but that is an area that I have uh, been drawn to. So just was being an open book and sharing this stuff. I'm that way, you know, obviously, those of you who know me. Um, and even uh, even on the first meeting that I met with her, I let her know that I'm not really not interested in a long-term relationship with anybody. Um, in about a year, I'm going to be moving to another area. So, um, but you know, I like to hang out and have some fun, enjoy life. So, <clears throat> and by the way, you know, my daughter is graduating. She's a senior in high school right now at this uh, at this recording, and um, she's going off to college. So, plain and simple, um, I have a new chapter of my life that I'm planning and beginning to write if you will. Um, so we're having this conversation to give you a little, and you know, um, she's talking a little bit about what's going on in her life and she had considered um, selling her place. Her kids are grown and gone and, you know, moving somewhere else. But every year about uh, springtime, she really falls in, back in love with it. And I'm like, great, you know, that's fantastic. That's what it's all about. So anyway, back to um, the conversation because I have a couple of key points here that I want to um, share with you. Um, And I specifically said, yeah, I'm going to be moving in about six months. Um, And you might be asking yourself right now as you're listening to this, what the heck does this have to do with state of mind? Well, hang tight. It's coming. I, I'm, so here I am letting her know, 19 years I've been here in this location, and um, you know, with my daughter's situation, she's going off to college, um, there's this specific period of time that I have now to make the choice and go somewhere else. Um, it's time for me to physically uh, move out of the chapter of my life in Minnesota. And that's my choice, you know, to relocate to another area of the U.S. Um, But as I was going through this, I got this blank stare. 
and and then uh, I got a response that I wasn't really anticipating and she says how sad and that was her response exactly two words how sad for which I replied how sad like I was a little bit shocked by that how sad that's your response in fact exactly what I said and it occurred to me how much other people really they don't really care about your mindset nor do they care about your state of mind or even your wants and desires a lot of people are this way they only care about themselves and I started thinking do I do this and I think perhaps to some degree we all do this and then I start thinking well isn't it my choice to move forward into a new exciting chapter in my life yeah it is it is my choice but to think how sad that you're leaving the area I I, I didn't quite understand that and and so I'm I'm poking to try to get to understand like well, what do you mean by this how sad um you know I mean this is this is where, where I am in my life and what I choose to do and she started going on this pouting spree about I feel like I was just getting to know you and how sad that you're now going to be moving on to someplace else and blah 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 and this kept going on and on and on this went on for several minutes and finally I just said do you like this place where we are do you like the music do you like the atmosphere talking with me are you having a good time and um, again with somewhat of a pouty voice um, she states um, well I was just thinking about you know um, you know getting to know you and how sad it is <laughs> and at that moment it really totally occurred to me um, that we do allow other people to create our own state of mind we do that we do that every single day of our life and I've decided I'm not going to do that anymore so I stated um, you know back to her um, that um, l let's make a decision here because if you're going to be sad for the rest of the evening and moving forward then I'll, we'll just get the check and um, take off I mean there's no no reason for us to spend the rest of the night together because I really don't want to be sad <laughs> I'd rather go do something else and not be sad um, so essentially I was putting her on notice that I'm not going to accept her sadness well that's a very different thing than somebody going through a situation in their life and you being there to console them and to help them through it that's a very different state but for me to share something that I was excited about and for somebody to say they're sad is an attempt or an opportunity to control me and an attempt or opportunity to change my state of mind about where I am. So I, this is what I was coming to. And, and again, um, I, I, I took the conversation in a bit of an encouragement. You know, I'm like, okay, 
Matt, you got to just, um, you know, encourage this conversation, change the subject, go do something else, change the whole atmosphere because this, this is not going the way that it should. So, um, so I started to do that and, um, and then really the rest of the evening was pretty much based on this control of somebody trying to control another person's state of mind, their mindset, their belief system. And um, I I don't really do well in that atmosphere and I hope you don't either. Um, are you being controlled by others? What others want of you? Because really, do you know what it is that you really desire? Think about that. Do you really know what it is that you, you desire? Ultimately, we get what we deserve and that comes from our own desires or being victim of someone else's desires of us. And that's what we call getting what you deserve. And so the next day it really began to sink in. It's, um, it's as if, you know, other people put spells on people to get what they want instead of some sort of what I believe a symbiotic relationship that should go on with people and that um, we should approach one another with understanding somebody's state of mind and where they are and what they want and what their desires are and if it relates to me and if it fits in with mine then that's fabulous if it doesn't then that's also fabulous um, Let's take another example and move this into the concept of state of mind and how it can affect us on a daily basis. Let's just say that uh, I was talking to an individual today about his business and um, he was telling me, uh, I was asking him what his biggest concern is with his business. He said, I don't have enough prospects. I don't have enough people to talk to. And then, and so I asked him, well, what is your how do you block your day? How much time do you spend? And he said, that's my problem. I don't spend enough time. And I said, well, maybe you need to start there. And so we started going through it a little bit. And I, it occurred to me, you know, a lot of us do this. We, we, um, uh, I've talked about how, you know, if you really want to take your business to another level, you have to understand your mindset, block time, look at your database that you currently have in place, and then create some lead generation in addition. So these four kind of key components around it are structured with that. But if we look at just blocking our time and how it affects our mindset, when we go in and we block our time without any distractions and we're going to say spend two hours a day focusing on getting new business, contacting, prospecting, getting to know new people, spending time with new opportunities. Um, and something happens that derails us during that planned event, guess what? Our, we're not getting what we desire, we're getting more what we deserve. And, and so a few weeks or a month down the road, we, we suddenly go, because this turns into a habit and becomes maybe a pattern, and it's a pattern of failing instead of succeeding, and as a result, we find ourselves in a negative state of mind instead of a positive state of mind and our mindset gets compromised and it's amazing how much that two hour period can make the difference 
and, and um, set up a habit for us that moves into a pattern that ultimately becomes a style or a personality or a trait that we have that moves us into the direction of becoming a successful person. And whatever that is, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a um, opportunity, whether it's uh, with your children, you name it. Which brings us to that state of possibly having regret, achieving the life that we desire is no longer hitting those pleasure points. Because that's really what desire does. It, with the proper action, we're able to hit the pleasure points and we're motivated individuals by pleasure, like it or not. Um, and it's what we long for. Nobody like Nobody is motivated by regret. Regret is sometimes a result or a pain that we go through as a result of not achieving our desires and hitting our pleasure points. So here I am, back to the story. 18 and a half years ago, I found out that a woman that I was seeing long distance was having a child. Guess what? I was the father. And I knew I was, you know, coming into this as the father. And so my whole situation was not easy at the time because long distance. I'm living in Nashville, Tennessee at the time, 160-acre estate outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Really loved the life that I had carved out and put in place at the time. I owned this kind of exotic place, um, I call it, uh, called Lyric Springs. It was a um, music retreat owned by Patsy and Ed Bruce at the time, and uh, I bought it from them for a song. <laughs> Just kidding. It was uh, it was not a song. But at any rate, uh, it built into this like private estate for me. I loved it. Um, and ultimately, I wound up being a single man on this estate. And so um, I was excited about the opportunity of having a, a life with a child raising a daughter and honestly I I'd, I'd never dreamed that I would be moving to Minnesota from Tennessee. Yet uh I was pretty thrilled about it and I the, the thought the idea of raising a daughter actually motivated me. I was I was I I looked forward to the opportunity. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but um to raise another human life into this world and in fact when she was born I took 18 months and uh I I poured my life into, you know, the uh, the all the all nights, <laughs> the child waking up in the middle of the night, all those things for those of you who've had or have children, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so here I am making Minnesota my home. Don't regret it. Uh, actually, I've never regretted a single moment about it. Yet I know that's a chapter that's coming to an end for me. And in terms of uh, me living physically in Minnesota, moving on to another location while my daughter uh, goes to college, which is really cool. We both um, are, you know, talk about it. We understand it. It's, um, she's not sad that I'm leaving. She's happy that I'm moving and becoming, you know, she's going to miss me for sure. But my gosh, we've been together for many, many years um, on a regular basis. So, State of mind, let's get back to that. As we go through our daily life, we're gonna be brought into these situations, occurrences, things happen, our state of mind. We have to be steadfast, that's all I can say. <clears throat> really steadfast on our intentions and our goals because 
things happen shift happens changes happen jobs opportunities family just plain, plain old life it just happens by the way merriam-webster dictionary defines state of mind as a person's emotional state their mood positive or negative a person's emotional state their mood positive or negative so you're going to find yourself being tempted to be controlled by others everywhere you go every single day stop and think about it listen to the communication of the words and actions watch this in the actions that you're having with other people you do it we all do it they're doing it to you they're giving you they're con controlling you don't even know this You probably know this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. I'm sure you know this. Yet we don't really think about it. Because are we really where we are because it's really what we desire? Are we where we are because it's what other people desire of us? What is it? Nobody has the ability to really control that except for you of you, me of me. So are you where you are because what um, others want of you to be? Or are you where you are because it's what you desire? I guess that's what I'm getting at. Because, you know, desire is that state of mind that fits only you. It's not for others. And your desires along with your belief of who you are sets the emotional action that is needed for that desire to achieve the pleasure that you feel you deserve back to state of mind and emotion so I'm going to repeat that desire is a state of mind that fits only you it's not for others and your desires along with your belief of who you are sets the emotional action that is needed for the desire to achieve the pleasure that you feel you deserve your outcome is up to you. It's your life, not mine, not anyone else's. It's yours. And it's yours to keep. After all, you be you. I mean, nobody owns you. Slavery was abolished, what, 157 years ago. Right now, 157 years ago, slavery, slavery was abolished. You be you. Nobody owns you. As you're listening to this podcast about what I call state of mind, what does that mean to you? I want you to really think about it. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you, do, do you like the voice that's delivering it? Do you think it's good information? Do you, do you think it's boring, bad information? Do you think it's all BS? Do you think whatever you think? What is your state of mind about it? It doesn't matter to me. I know that I'm designed to do every single day servicing or serving others. I know that that's what I'm designed to do. And I have to be able to serve in a way on a daily basis that fits for me. Not for you, but for me. And if you gain something from this, if you gain something from our association, then I'm providing something of value to you, just like you would be providing value to me.
Yet either way, I'm providing value to me because that is my state of mind. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.